The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? Well, I have two. Okay. First one, Sarah's getting married. Congratulations. Wow. Nicely done. Thank wow. you. Congratulations. This is, yeah, this awesome. is the I mean, top story, the, I think. I mean, look oh, at the God. ring. I mean, is it an oil tycoon or who's the... Uh, no. No? No. You want to say who? Drug dealer. Drug dealer, right? Yes. yes. That's who. It's really, it's really bad when you have to like say, yeah, he's a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he works here. So. Yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You don't want to get any more specific. Uh, I wouldn't either. I, All right. He, he works on this show. Get specific because there's some people out there that think they're is being roped into a two? marriage. <laughs> no. It's not me, is no. it? No. Okay. No. Who it's, lost the bet? It is, uh, <laughs> it is our uh, director, Stephen, who is just fantastic. Yes. And I can't be happier for the two of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. I'm only moderately happy. Are you? Yeah, okay, well, we're going to skip your top story today. All right. Okay. So here's my real top story. Uh, we have a choice to make, and it is, it, it, they, the left has unveiled themselves as what we've always known they were, and we can either be crazy blind, uh, or we can pick another different path. I'll give you that. Uh, an unlikely yes. advocate for free speech, unless you pay close attention. Okay. It's yeah. possible that the media has proved Donald Trump's fake news point, but uh, I'll let all of you decide. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, I can't you. wait. I can't wait. All right, so let me start with, uh, what's her name? Asia Argento. Argento, I think okay. it is. Yes. So you remember her. She was, the, she was the main accuser early on with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, had horrible, horrible experiences. Everyone said, you've got to believe her. You've got to believe her. All right. We did. And it turned out to be pretty true, we think. We still don't know. Nothing he still is, denies it, of course. He still but, denies it. Yeah. Okay, but we all believe this. Well, it came out that uh, she's really, she, she's, she, was, she was apparently, allegedly, you know, making it with a, a, a younger uh, boy. 17-year-old. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, Which was under the age of consent in the state in California, and she yes. was like thirty-five. <laughs> yes, and um, using her power and manipulation, and calling her up to the, calling him up to the room, just like Harvey Weinstein did all of it, paid him off. The guy who was negotiating the deal was Doc Anthony Bourdain. It looks like because the two of them were dating at the time, uh, Asia and Anthony. Now, wasn't Anthony really upset? He, yeah, he called out Hillary Clinton for not coming out and being uh, more vocal against Harvey Weinstein. He called out the industry. He hashtag me too. We got to believe these people. Yeah. All the while, he, it looks like he was negotiating the deal to settle out of court. Okay, now, Rose McGowan was also someone who came out and said, you have to believe women. In fact, I want to give you some of the tweets. Uh, this is what she just said. Uh, none of us know the truth about this situation. I'm sure more will be revealed. Be gentle. Okay, now wait, Rose. That's, that was my position on all of these guys. Uh, but she used to say, it's quite simple. All who have worked with known predators should do three simple things. Believe the survivors. Apologize for putting your careers in wallets before what was right. Grab a spine and an ounce. If you do not do those things, you are still moral cowards. Okay, so, Rose, are you a moral coward? 
One more. Yeah. Believe women. <laughs> now. Which is so sexist, by the way. Why is it just women? But at least she's consistent because her friend is a woman. This time, the one being accused is a woman. <laughs> that's true. So maybe that's, that's what it is. true. All right. So there's the story. So what do you do with that? What do you do with that? You, you, you file it away under, these guys, man, are so, there's a double standard. How long have we been saying that? Double standard. Mm-hmm. My whole life, double standard. I got it. We're experts at identifying the double standard. What to do with it after that, we have no idea. <laughs> but we do identify it. I mean, it does stand to reason that when you identify a double standard, there are now two standards in front of you, and what you need to do is choose one of them. Mm. So what we could do is, is choose their standard and not believe her and try to ruin her life and hope that she never works again. Or we could go back to the standard we all agreed was right just before and say, hey, there's no process yet. We don't know the truth between, before, about these claims, and maybe we should hold back and think a little bit before we start throwing accusations around. We are at the crossroads that uh, I warned. Uh, I, I think we're at a tipping point. We're really close to this. Uh, George Will had an article out uh, this weekend about a giant financial crisis coming our way. Nobody's paying attention to it. Um, we are about to hit the iceberg, and if we are not being cool with each other, we're all going to drown. We're all going to drown. Yeah, I think the important part is just to make sure we know who we are. Yes. I mean, it, obviously it doesn't matter. We can talk about the double standard and mention it. Okay, we keep doing that. But as long as we know we're doing right, my, I've been consistent from day one on the hashtag MeToo thing. Every one of them that comes out, whether it's Asia or Harvey Weinstein, okay, these are just allegations until they're proven. However, and then I will break it down. These ones lead me to believe it's probably likely. These ones, no. However, we don't know for sure. Well, I think the same could be said for, Stu, your topic is, uh, you know, an unlikely, if you're not paying attention, an unlikely guy to stand up for Alex Jones. Yeah, and that's Bill Maher. Uh, and I think a lot of people would say, oh, Bill Maher, he's on the left. Uh, he's, you know, always yelling at Republicans and conservatives. Uh, why would he be on the side of free speech when it comes to someone who inexplicably is perceived as a conservative, Alex Jones? Um, and I think if you watch enough Bill Maher, or even if you just go in with an open mind on Bill Maher, one thing you will find is that he pretty consistently advocates for free speech. He's pretty consistent on that issue. Uh, here's a clip from uh, Real Time. Because Alex Jones, uh, who is not my friend and who tells crazy lies about me, uh, is uh, thrown off Twitter, I think, and Facebook and a few other platforms. I think he's going to... Thank God! Uh, Wow. Well, if you're a liberal, you're supposed to be for free speech. That's free speech for the speech speech you hate. That's what free speech means. We're losing the thread of the concepts that are important to this country. If you care about the real American... Or you don't. And if you do, it goes for every side. I don't like Alex Jones, but Alex Jones gets to speak. Everybody gets to speak. That's one of the best things I've heard on television. That's awesome. Because he's, I mean, he's forceful there. And he's forceful in, in her face and in everybody in the audience's face. And they don't react to it at all. They all cheer that Alex Jones was banned. But when it comes to... All, all the, the liberal Democrats, God. they all cheer. Yeah. And when free speech is, uh, when he comes down and, out and lays it out in a really fair way, he's not, he's saying that everybody should have the same chance to speak, even if, you know, I think they're terrible. Uh, and uh, and no, no reaction, seemingly, from the audience there. And that's, that's where we're at. We, we, we are either going to join the mob, because it, it's only going to get harder. When the pressure starts to come down harder, it's going to be harder and harder every single day. And if you haven't exercised... <laughs> Your um, uh, 
uh, your spine and standing up and saying, hey, this is a small thing, but I disagree with people here. If you haven't done that at this point, you better start doing it right now. Otherwise, you're not going to be in any shape to do it when the next turn comes. Because anybody notice, these things are coming and things are changing faster than they have since I've been watching it. Well, I feel like, uh, I mean, I'm going to try to give a little glimmer of hope uh, on your rainy day. Uh, Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, it's Monday. You're supposed to be down. Okay, well, okay. never mind. All no. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, but, you know, there's Bill Maher. And, you know, then we have Chris Pratt. Um, on the Hollywood scene, who is not, maybe not, we're not talking about politics, Republicans and Democrats, but at least, you know, um, acting within, having reason st- and, you know, go religion. Go a step further. Listen to hour number two today of the radio show or get a piece of it on the, the highlighted podcast. Um, I had, what's his name? Uh, Giancarlo? Sopo. Sopo. Um, his wife was from Cuba. Uh, or Venezuela, I think it was Cuba. Um, he's Latin American and lived here his whole life. He's a Democrat, and I mean a diehard Democrat. He is, I think he could be called the, the founder of the, the Democratic Tea Party. He is trying to wake the Democrats up and saying, this Democratic Socialism is a lie, and I've seen it. I know what it means, and they're trying to sell it this way, and it's not. He was on with me for an hour. He did not sound like a Democrat, um, and he said it's time to put an end to this the, the crazies that are in charge. As he said, he was quoting um, uh, Kennedy. For those of you who are th- thinking you're going to ride the back of the lion, at some point you're going to be riding inside the belly of the lion. Yeah. I'm frustrated by the people on the left that don't understand truly what freedom of speech is, and this is where I lose hope. Because they start from a position of there is some speech that should not be allowed. Right. It's, at a, it's one of their, the, the hate speech as they see it. Mm-hmm. They are so blinded by that. I don't know if they ever learned that lesson. I did think it was interesting that uh, Bill Maher said liberal, liberals are, were supposed to be for free speech. Because I was like, I don't really remember you in very recent times. No, but they think they, they, they really speech. think they are. They're the ones who are they shouting are, down conservative were, speakers no, 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 on wait, campuses. Back in, this, back in the 60s and the 70s when I was growing up. I mean, yep. it's been a long time. No, it has been. <laughs> but, what do you say? Not, Glenn's age. What, when, did you, what <laughs> yeah. was the statement that was just made? Yeah, do you look like me? I caught that. Uh, a long time ago. Uh, and But they were because they were still, they were not in charge of anything. And so when they didn't have that when when they wanted to speak out and speak out against the system, they had to have the ACLU. They had to say freedom of speech, freedom of speech. Well, now that they have the levers of power, you don't need to say those things. They have the universities, they have the media, and they have the government. It's like the Sedition Act, right? Now that we're in power, yeah, <laughs> right. right? Exactly. Now everything right. changes. Yeah. Well, and I was going to add to that, um, Kanye West. Okay, who's a little bit nuts? That's fine. But then Soldier Boy. I saw you talking, uh, re- retweeting Soldier Boy yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, that's what I do. Is, is he? Do you listen to him frequently, or Soldier Boy? Yeah. Oh my! I don't even want to dignify that with an answer. <laughs> Next, you're going to be asking me what my favorite song of his is. Right, and what that, would that be? Yeah, that I would be my pick. next. He's got too many. Too, too many, many good right. ones. Mm. Great. Point. I, you know what? I, I actually, I, I, I said something back to him. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was, but it, I had just gone in and I had just looked at all of his tweets 
and I just started lifting stuff from his tweets to respond back. <laughs> and I only did it because he was driving people on yeah. Twitter out of their mind. <laughs> We're like, this is so crazy. He's to stop, stop, quit like, back, stop saying those things. Something about real... Oh, recognize real recognizes real. Yeah, real recognizes real. They were like, yeah. "You're not yeah. allowed to talk like that, Glenn Beck." Yeah, I know. And if you don't want, and if you don't want to build with me, you can't. Build with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. All right, we're. Well, to be so, fair, though, you say that around the office quite a bit, though, oh, too. Yeah, you know, sure. all the time. Glenn yeah. Tagline. Let's leave it right there, and then we'll <laughs> come back to Doc's top story when we return. Congrats. I, thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Doc, uh, the media is proving it's themselves to be fake news. It's possible that they are proving President Trump right about his uh, claims of fake news. Over the weekend, um, I saw a bunch of headlines about uh, ICE arresting a gentleman who was taking his wife to the hospital to give birth. Pretty Various versions of it. You see in their ICE officers arrest a man who was driving pregnant wife to hospital for C-section. Arrest a man driving his pregnant wife to give birth. She drove herself to the hospital. Mm. And I was like, wow, ICE, uh, that's going to be bad for you. And then we found out that um, he's wanted for murder in Mexico. But just the one murder? No, no, several. In fact, uh, it wasn't like ICE was just like, hey, let's even just round up an illegal. It was like, here's a guy who's wanted for murder. And none of them touched that. Yeah, but it, mm. but it wasn't a bad murder. Right, it was just the just a just few, like a, right? Just one. No, it was couple? pretty pretty awful. Pretty awful. Do you have the details of it? I, I don't. Do you have the details of no, it? I don't. Okay. Was it really bad? Yeah, yeah, pretty awful. Uh, I'm not going to go into details, but uh, it's funny. Because, isn't that what you would lead with if you were being genuine in the media? Okay, yeah, the interest story of the wife pregnant or whatever. Ice catches wanted murderer. Okay. So if this was mm. a if this was a U.S. resident, the headline mm. would read. Uh, sought after murderer caught yes. bringing wife to hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, and, and obviously the intention there is to make people hate ICE for the two hours until it's proven wrong. <laughs> Everyone retweets it. There's thousands and thousands of retweets on these stories. And nobody knows the truth. And, and no one, no one knows the truth. The only one that stuck was bad. Look at ICE. Look how bad they are with this stuff. Yeah. And that's what gets me with social media. Is even, let, Let's say even if they were to go back and not retract it, but add a correction that, like, hey, we missed the, you know, part in the headline where he was uh, wanted for murder. It wouldn't help the fact that all of the retweets are already out there. People have already read the headline. I, I mean, what percentage do you think of the people who are retweeting the headline actually click on the article and read it? Oh, no. there, there are studies on it, and it's impossible. It's probably like 10%. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like 8%, 6%, 8%, something like that. Really? Yeah. So the, 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 average, the average time on any given story, and try this for some time, is anywhere between 12 and 23 seconds. So no matter how many words... Read a headline. Some of yeah. the impossibly long headlines now, that could take you 10 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how do you click on that, read it, click on it, and read a story in less than 23 seconds? You don't. Unless you're you, because you're like a speed well, reader. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Stu, Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton is one of the smartest people so uh, in America today. Hang on. Do not throw him under the bus. <laughs> Just say he was he this. Is, he is smart. He is talented. He is funny. His com- comedic timing is unbelievable. And that's one thing I want you to really focus on here on this video, because a lot of people are pointing out uh, he makes a slight, if, if you can detect it, 
a slight spelling mistake uh, in the middle of this. Uh, but, you know, hey, we're not above making spelling mistakes on television, right, Glenn? Um, but uh, so, ow. <laughs> it may happen yeah. a couple times oh, wow. in, in, in history. However, uh, you <laughs> have to... on a chalkboard. <laughs> they don't. I don't know no. why they didn't build that in. No. Um, you have to just notice how horribly he delivers the joke at the beginning of this where he's trying to make you think he might say a naughty word and then he stops himself. Well, he's a pastor. Uh, just watch this. <laughs> We're talking about female canines. You know what they say about payback? It's a real... Well, you, I'm sure wow. you know the word I'm thinking of. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> and the next time Nailed it. you get a black woman and a beagle confused, remember this, I got you. Ah, Nailed it. Uh, How on, wait, first of all, is it, was it not to you as, as it was to me, a discovery that Al Sharpton had a television show? Yes, I thought, he, I thought he was completely done. That was canceled years yes, ago. Me too. I, I did hear about it a couple months ago. So they did gave you? it back? He got, yes. oh, now he has a weekend show. Yes. But it's just weekends on weekend. MSNBC, right? Okay. Yes. Because uh, that, I had literally no idea that that existed. But the fact that you get to see that, he's so, he's just as bad as he was before uh, as far as a television I don't know host. what respect means. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. Can yeah. I also chastise I'm the people? I'm afraid of him yeah. actually being asked to spell MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to chastise all the people that I saw tweeting that this guy is an IDEOT. That is absolutely <laughs> inappropriate. Don't do that. Can I just come to Glenn's defense for a second? That I mean, Boom. anything that... Well, <clears throat> this is a, in a song. They're song lyrics. It's a very famous song. They're song well. lyrics. I, all he had to do was sing the song. Yeah. I don't think Glenn was spelling out lyrics from no, a song. No, I, I spelled <laughs> oligarch, and I think I've missed the E or something. I don't remember what it was. I mean, this stuff happens all the time. I get it. It's just how forgiving would he be in a similar situation, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, I joked about Obama's, what was it, 57 states? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he knows how many states there are. Yes. Still fun. You have a little fun with it or whatever. But can you give everyone else a pass when they do as well? Right. Uh, there was a Democratic representative who made a joke, uh, I guess it was over the weekend, about Trump drowning. Elsie Hastings from Florida. Yes. This is no problem. <clears throat> this is it's just not? another, no, have some respect. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> listen, listen to this. But I will tell you uh, one joke uh, that I learned from Ari Silva, whose father is a former state legislator and is a rabbi, uh, Barry Silva. But Ari asked the audience the other night in Palm Beach County, he said, do you know the difference between a crisis and a catastrophe? And no one held their hand, so Ari answered for us. He says, a crisis is if Donald Trump falls into the Potomac uh, River and can't swim. And he says, and a catastrophe is anybody saves his life. <laughs> can't decide if I'm more bothered by what he said or the reaction. Mm. Uh, the fact that it wasn't funny. That's the that, that's starts what, that's and what ends you. with, if you're going to do it, be funny. That goes back to the first story, though. It just goes back to the first story that we talked about. You know, uh, how many times are we going to be outraged by this stuff? Right. What, what we, we, have to, we have to take control of our own lives. I, I saw somebody, they were talking about how they were so oppressed this weekend, and they still, they, all those statues aren't down. You can't change history. History is supposed to change you as you learn about it. But, but so many people in this country look at history as something that they just can't 
They just, it, it affects them and it's going to change them. I've never been changed by a statue. Not by, I've, I've seen, I've seen the, the, uh, what is it, the Piata, Pita bread <laughs> thing, and bread whatever in. with the mother and the baby. I've and Michelangelo. It, it I've seen an, it. Quite it's an effect on you. Apparently. And a great <laughs> sandwich and it's delicious. Anyway, I mean, I've seen you know I've I've seen some of the best sculpture and statues in the world. Didn't change me. Didn't change me. Didn't affect me other than for a few minutes. What? What is, well, how do we not have control of ourselves? Yeah, and I mean, like, again, we all know that it was a bad joke, um, but it's just a joke. Come on, that's a joke that would have been told in 1970. Exactly. Everybody would, it's a bad joke. It's a very fun, a generic, like, you know, joke that could have been told in 1970 easily. They just inserted the current president into it. Correct. I mean, and so we can all act as if it's the worst thing in the world and that we really think his life is in danger. Maybe Elsie's going to push him into the river at some point. We don't know. But in reality, we all know it's a joke. We all know it means nothing. Well, it is It is desensitizing people to violence. No, it's not. There, again, no, it there's is. a double standard here, because a Republican who makes that joke gets, as we saw yes. many, many times, gets treated completely unfairly, and they act me. as if it's a real threat. But see, that's, that's funny when you put Obama in there. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's where it's... <laughs> see, this is, this is the problem, because don't you want to swing back, don't you? Yeah. I can I tell mean, Sarah does. Of course. Right. You want to blame them. You want to say... You just want to stick your finger in their chest and go, really? Really? You've been bitching about me the whole time? But where is that going to get us? Right. And you say, well, you set the rules, and this is what, how we react. And it's like, well, then you're giving them the power of setting the rules. I just you, know, know. You, you don't have to react. You don't have to let them control your reaction. Yeah. There's no somewhere Michelle Wolf is going, damn, I wish I was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that really Netflix show. Yeah. Uh, we do want to take this opportunity to thank our TV and podcast sponsor for today, Minostalgia. Doc, I know you're very familiar with. Love the Blaze Wild Rice at blazewildrice.com. And the reason it's blazewildrice.com is because nobody can spell Minostalgia. That's is a really great point. M-I, start over again. <laughs> that's a really great point. Go to Blaze what Wild. is Minostalgia? What's that? What is that? Uh, it's Minnesota and nostalgia. Okay, nostalgia, so, oh. nostalgia, okay. which is actually a pretty clever name. In yeah. that, it's just kind of difficult to stick because I can't even spell respect. <laughs> I can't even spell. That. They've, so they've got the waffles. <laughs> they got the waffles. It starts with the uh, the wild rice, and then all of the uh, things they make from it. They grind it into flour, so you can make the waffles. They have the soup mixes, the flour. It's naturally gluten free. It's uh, almost a complete protein by itself. Trace minerals and vitamins in it, so it's uber healthy. It's more of a seed than even a rice. But it, it chews and the texture is like a rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, start there and then order all of the uh, syrups and jellies and jams. And if you want to try them, you can try a sampler pack with a discount. You can get 10% off. Use the promo code TRY10. That's TRY10 at blazewildrice.com. All right. More to come. Back in a minute. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Going along with what we were talking about earlier, just pointing out the double standard and hypocrisy of the left. Uh, The New York Times columnist Goldberg, who said that Trump would certainly like to round people up. I think we have that. Can we play that? He's part of a block that includes Vladimir Putin, Duterte. He's, you know, he's kind of part of a, he, he's part of kind of an axis that's, power. That's, of well, hold on. That's, that's, worse. Uh, it's, that's, it's worse than that him, in a certain I mean, way. I mean, not that that's not the worst thing you could have said, because it's about <laughs> the worst thing you could say about him. 
But well, if he's, he's not, not he's the not leader rounding of the people up and murdering America, murdering them yeah. without any uh, you know yeah. due process. He certainly I mean, like to. Uh, what, uh, well, anyway, I, but, I, I don't yeah. think you can say that definitively, I, anyway, Michelle. I, I don't I'm, think. I'm shocked <laughs> I'm, that yeah, he got a defense, too. but right. Um, you can say that definitively. That's a great way of putting that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. I, guess you can't say it <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked she even said that. The, the only two that have have done that outside of war, uh, and I mean war is in civil war, uh, the only ones that have done that uh, were both Democratic progressives, Woodrow Wilson and FDR. I mean, I don't know why they have to look farther than their own house to find examples of people who like to lock people up for the way they look. See, when you get that extreme, though, that's I don't care where you're a host. You just go, hang on a second, sorry. Uh, producer, yeah, get these. <laughs> this is, I mean, seriously, what are you having people on like that for? Well, it just blows my mind. It's like Glenn, you know, dared say that Obama was racist, and you got torched. <laughs> and people are, are allowed to now go on television and say Trump wants to round people up and murder them with okay. no proof, hang and on. somehow it's fine. I got hammered as a conspiracy theorist because I debunked the FEMA death camps. I debunked it. And debunked means prove that they're true, they're real, right? (laughs) Prove that they they weren't real. They weren't real. Hmm. And uh, I got labeled a conspiracy theorist. Here she is saying, oh, he'd like to round people up and kill them. Wait, wait, isn't that a conspiracy? Isn't that what the FEMA camps were supposedly doing? Yeah. Just uh, the, you know, uh, we talked about this a little bit this morning. I was uh, flipping around the channels and I got uh, CNN's uh, the 2000s, which is a series. Oh yeah, running. some advertising. And, and those, those those shows are actually kind of all right. I I kind of like them. But they were doing um, uh, rock of the 90s, and they showed like Coldplay and then like Nickelback. And their theory was kind of like you know, there's no real meaning behind rock in the 2000s unless you're talking about Green Day, because Green Day did American Idiot. An American idiot was this really powerful, important thing that was pushing back against the man. So it was just like, as they're playing the clips of the songs, all of the complaints of the left pushing back against the man, George W. Bush at the time, is that the media is controlling everything and uh, that uh, everyone is so paranoid. And it's like, well, the, the exact opposite is true now. Like the, the Republicans are the ones saying the media is controlling everything and you guys are all so paranoid. You're all making series like The Handmaid's Tale to describe... Uh, what's going on with women under Donald Trump. You say he's going to round people up every other day. You say he's basically a racist and a terrorist and every other claim. All that paranoia has now gone on the exact opposite side. And to, to put a nice little you know, uh, bookend on it, the, the opinion of the Iraq war, which Green Day agreed with, is now held by a Republican who is president. So it's like all of these things, none of it makes any sense. Really day to day. You really get to the point now where whatever happened yesterday doesn't seem to matter to anybody today. No one even remembers what they were talking about. So there was a a book I just started to read, and um, it's by a professor at NYU, or was a professor at NYU, until he, and and he says in the book, now I'm only like six chapters in, so I have no idea how he changes, what happens, but he says, you know, five, six years ago, he was a, (laughs) I love this, a communist libertarian. What? Right, I know. I don't even know how that one works. <laughs> a big government that implements small government. Right. I think oh. So, so, uh, so uh, I, I'm not sure who, what, where he was other than he was very liberal. And he was teaching a university. He was teaching um, sociology. and The pages didn't get stuck together. You're like, I was a communist libertarian. Yeah, no, I, no, it was, <laughs> okay. no it, okay. that's what he said he was. So anyway, um, he started seeing the shoutdowns of people. And he didn't like that at all, and so he started tweeting about it. 
under a pseudonym. Well, he decided to um, give an interview to somebody as a pseudonym. They found out who it was. He's outed. Uh, and the next day, he's called into the dean's office, and he's told, along with HR, several of your coworkers, this has nothing to do with your tweets, we've had several of your coworkers, esteemed colleagues, that are very concerned about your mental health. And um, we'd like to give you the opportunity to take a leave of absence. Otherwise, we're a little concerned. And he realized he was being forced to take a mental health leave of absence because of his opinions. Wow. And he's, he's turned. He's no longer a... I think he's more, maybe more of a libertarian without the communist mm. uh, part. I'm not sure. But he is, um, there are people that are sick of all of this, and, and, and it, they are exposing themselves. They'll collapse on their own weight. Yeah, yeah I, I wonder, uh, was, did his story make the media back? Did, did people report bit. it? Because I remember some yeah, of that a little bit. coming out. That's, uh, that's interesting. Does he get paid for that leave of absence? <laughs> I'm no, just, we don't have that. We don't have okay, that. Okay, I'm just curious. We I, don't have that either. That's germane to me in that. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's horrible. They're forcing me out and stifling my... Do I get my full salary for how long is that? <laughs> you know, they, they did pay him for it, but I mean, you have to. I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, he was like, "I'm." Uh, it's a forever on my record. I took oh, a yeah. mental health leave of absence. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, switching gears, there is a new ice cream flavor out, Doc. Yeah, uh, I think this is Portland, Oregon. A local store up there has uh, tastes like poop. Uh, no, it's uh, called. It, it may actually now that I think of it. Uh, it's called uh, Rocky Roe versus Wade. Because, I mean... When I think ice cream, yes. I want to think abortion. That's a yummy flavor. You want to mm. think of, of murder. Abortion flavor. Yeah. Mm. Tastes now, like blood. It does. It tastes like, <laughs> tastes like death. It's yummy. <laughs> tastes like Hermit Gosnell. No, uh, uh. Kermit Gosnell. So, uh, yeah, they're doing this to obviously support NARAL and to funnel some money. It's only $9.50 a pint. Oh, oh nice. That's a good deal. For that amount, shouldn't it yes, actually it come with an abortion? <laughs> like a certificate? I mean, seriously. Not, right. And you get a golden ticket with it. Uh, so this morning we started, uh, there's got to be a bunch of other progressive flavor names out there. So hashtag progressive ice cream flavors. And feel free to share them with us on Twitter as well. Uh, my favorite, though, is IOC, ice cream of color. So you've got <laughs> vanilla and then all other ice creams would be ice cream of color. IOC. I think that's probably a Dole is all. It's actually just vanilla, but the label, of course, says chocolate. That's what it has on it. Um, you've got uh, mint chocolate chip on my shoulder. These are some of those. Raisin awareness, that was very popular as well. So there's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah. That's funny. Well, that's funny. It's not funny that they made that ice cream. That's disturbing. Absolutely disturbing. <laughs> well, Isn't that just bad marketing? <laughs> really? Still what? I rethought a line there. I decided to go back. You have an abortion. You need a pick-me-up on the way out here. Oh, no. Oh, By the no. way, I've seen... Uh, the new Kermit Gosnell movie. Have oh, you, yeah. Did you actually, no. you already saw it? Yeah. Because it's out next month, a couple weeks from now? Yeah, I think a few weeks from now. <laughs> I think it's screeners. Yeah, we're not all as yeah. fancy as you. Sorry, we haven't <laughs> well, seen it. Is it, how is it? Yeah. Uh, it is shocking. Um, really shocking. Uh, I mean, we covered that story. <clears throat> I the did, details of it are. I did not know that story. It is horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. Do they go into details about his uh, office and lab? Oh, my gosh. When they first go in, they're going in for a drug bust. <clears throat> yep. He's shopping, you know, they're doctor shopping. And so um, they go in for a drug bust, and they're looking for 
you know, drugs. And they the guys walk in and they're like, is this normal? And the mm-hmm. filth and what he had in there and how he lived and his his cavalier attitude and it's it's worst you can imagine. Yeah. Horrifying. Horrifying. We're gonna, and the, yeah. and the, the the absence of the press, they show the court scenes, and at the beginning, as they're pulling up, one of the prosecutors uh, tells the, the lead investigators, do not talk to the press. They're, do not, they're going to try to get words out. Do not talk to the press. They pull up to the Capitol or to the, to the uh, stairs in front of the courthouse. Not a soul. No one even in the courtroom. And the, wow. the press didn't cover it. There was one person that covered it until they finally found a doctor who would say, uh, yeah, I've performed abortions, and that's not the way you perform them. No doctors would testify. No one wanted to get involved. It's shameful. Uh, Nick Searcy is starring in that, and uh, we're going to interview him, I think, tomorrow morning, if not the next couple of days. Really? About, about it. this yeah. movie? About the movie, yeah. yeah. Really That's Fela McAleer, right, who did that? Um, he's, he did uh, you know, the expose on Gasland, the HBO documentary as well. They yeah. did did a good job with that. Um, do you know how closely it stuck? Yeah, because it is a you know it's a retelling, right? It's a dramatic telling. Do you know how closely know. they just stuck? I don't know. Nick Searcy is the uh, Nick Searcy international television and film star. Okay. Have you seen his know. Twitter account? I didn't know. Is no. that, that's what he calls himself. Oh, you got to you got to see it because he's. I think I'm He's blocked. more on the right. Yeah. Oh, go, I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm blocked. But he purposely triggers everybody by <laughs> putting that in his <laughs> title. Nick Searcy, international film and television star like this. <laughs> and just, oh, he's fun. Read his tweets. Why yeah. were you blocked? I don't know. I serious? said something with some kind of principle, and I applied it equally to both sides and got blocked. It might be because yes. you're engaged. That's actually definitely why it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can always go back to what my mother used to say. He's jealous. he's jealous that's all there is that they're all just jealous of you don't pay attention you're not fat sweetie wait this this one got really personal (laughs) (laughs) so california right gotta love california's laws um we recently had the plastic straw ban and um they you're not allowed to buy happy meals for uh your children with toys because they don't want you um you know they don't want you to be persuaded to buy the Happy Meal with the toy. Shut so, up. So now, no, it gets better, Glenn. It gets better. So now they have, the Senate has proposed a bill that would ban restaurants from serving children any drinks other than unflavored milk or water. They're not allowed to serve children with anything else. So stupid. Actually, they said, they said if I remember reading it right, they said that they could, they have to offer milk or water as standard as part of the meals. So a parent could still buy them a, a, a sugary drink at some point, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to ask for it and whatever. Yeah, I mean, what I, yeah. I and mean, then, but you know the next step then is, well, this really didn't have any effect. So, right, because the parent right. is just going to buy it anyway mm-hmm. because they don't have to say, I'm buying this for my child. I you would say, go, I'd like a juice. But. I would take my kid out to the restaurant day number one, and I'd say, uh, the wife and I are going to have a healthy, balanced meal. He's going to have some pie and a big root beer, please. Pixie, pixie sticks, too, please. Yeah. Can you bring him some of those? Because yeah. they double his straws. I mean, what kills me, though, is the government has no idea about nutrition whatsoever. Oh, change the thing every few years. Yeah. I mean, they have no, None. no clue. Don't even get they me started about, on no, regular no, They milk. care about your child more than you do. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a really I think we point. can change this if I simply take my son, my four-year-old son, in and uh, refuse to give him something sugary. 
I think they're just give it to him. Just give it to him. <laughs> Shut him up. It's going to be ugly for him. It's going to be ugly. Uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, really quickly, I have to share this because, Glenn, you said you haven't seen this. She tweeted over the weekend about tuition-free college. She uh, shared uh, an article about NYU. They are now offering tuition-free um, uh, tuition yeah, for free to medical students. So she said, tuition-free higher education is a worthwhile investment with profound benefits to society. Kudos, NYU. I hope we vote for more candidates who support tuition-free public college so that we can catch up to other nations that already offer it. So I'm like, they are? How are they doing that? So, you know, you click on it, and it's, they've raised money from donors. They've got millions of dollars. Yes, NYU raised this money from donors, and the donors are now basically sponsoring you know, for great. these kids, which is great, but that's not what she's talking about. Right. She's talking about us paying for it. Yeah, she's talking in about our taxes. instead of asking people for the money, taking just taking it. it. Yes. I mean, it just blew my mind. I just I have to wonder. I mean, is this really she's that ignorant, or is she just trying to use that to her advantage? Because what she's advocating for there, what anyway is doing, is actually already legal. You anyone you can do that at any college. People can donate money. But I mean, capitalism is great for. Letting people donate their money to charities where they see fit. You can take any class at MIT for free online. Did you know that? No. MIT. You can have a full MIT education. You're not gonna. You're not gonna matriculate, but you will have the full education from MIT for free. Well, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Why do we have to have this? indoctrination why do we have to have this guild that says you're worth something judge me on what i can do and what i have done yeah, that's the uh, brian kaplan argument we had him on a few months ago and he made i think it's the case against education is his book yeah um but it's, it's talking about how credentialism is really the only thing you're going to school for anymore mm-hmm. and he makes a great point in that if the, someone who goes to, goes through gets their degree with all d minuses and just barely squeaks by uh, and that person goes up against another college student who goes through the entire school, gets all A pluses, learns everything perfectly, and the day before he graduates, he drops out. Who gets the job? The deep, the dope that got one with the yeah. D minuses the whole time. It's yeah. all about that piece of paper, and it's completely ridiculous. It, it, it makes no sense at all. But it is what we're encouraging people to do: do what you have to do to get that piece of paper, then get out of there. Or compare it to different schools: MIT, the uh, Millsburg Institute of Technology, versus Massachusetts, gets D's versus gets A's. Mm, You're right. still getting it if you if you if you, you saw school. the if you saw the opening segment mm-hmm. on my show at uh, five o'clock on the Blaze. Um, I don't watch that show, so no. <laughs> You're the executive producer of that I didn't show. catch it uh, the last really? month or two. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, so it was about uh, you know, how slanted the university systems are and what they're teaching now with, with actual footage from the classrooms. These, these professors taking, saying crazy. You've got to go back and watch it just for the quote on maps. Just to see that this woman insane. describe insane, how yes. maps are racist. They're very racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a social con- Everything's a social, social construct, construct, really. And the, other, the, f- the first soundbite was from uh, a college uh, student. It says, all biology is just a construct. There's, it's all a lie that we're different. Wait, so I have a womb? Because <laughs> I didn't know I had a womb. It might explain this big belly here. I may be pregnant. <laughs> congratulations. I mean, yeah. Two congratulations Yay. today. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know why we are continuing to send our kids to colleges. Don't do it. They have no chance of coming out 
with anything other than Marxist goo. And debt. And debt. Tons of debt. Yeah. Um, And before I move on to the blaze, why I do think about that often with, you know, my son, he just turned six. And it's just kind of one of those things that you always are thinking when you have a kid, I've got to save for their college, I've got to save for their college. And while I'm doing that, I'm like, this money's probably not going to go to college. I don't know where it's going to go. But by the time he gets to be college age. I can hold it for you. Can you? you? Need to hold the money for you? Yeah, I can do that. I can invest. That's really it. nice. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good at that. That's really nice. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, today's the Blaze Why question. Remember to get in your tweets using that hashtag, the Blaze Why. Robert says, "Why are people so hateful just for having a different opinion? Have we always been this way, or has social media just made it more obvious that people can be really nasty?" And he says, "Love you guys. Ugh. We love you, we too, love Robert. him too. See, he's not being nasty. Not at all. Not at all. We're all, we're like this whenever you enter conflict." Whenever you enter times of real conflict, you know, the Civil War, now, the 1960s, you know, people don't listen to each other. They just do confirmation bias. So, you, you don't think social media has made it worse? I do. Oh, I think it has uh, yes. made it, uh, it's made you feel like you're alone. Charles, you're the only one. Charles Murray proposed an idea where if we could test it, look at the people who have their real names on their accounts versus people who have fake names and see what the <laughs> anger sort of percentage is. I, I don't know that anyone's performed the experiment yet, but I would love to see the results of that. I, you know, I think when, when the Internet started, you know, this idea of anonymity was so wonderful and we all loved it so much and we, everyone wanted to protect it. I mean, I find no value in it anymore. I, mean, I, I you know, if, if you're going to say something and you're going to be Mr. Tough Guy, go out there and say it yourself. Go out there and say it with your real name behind it. Mm-hmm. And maybe a real picture instead of an egg. An or- <laughs> <laughs> Charles Murphy, he's the Charles Murray. Charles Murray. Yeah. He's the he's the racist bell curve. Guy. Yeah, he's not a racist, but yes, he wrote the bell curve. Uh, Thursday's poll was: Do you approve of your tax dollars going toward a military parade? It's kind of a moot point because the parade has been canceled. But fifty-seven percent said yes. <laughs> Donald Trump disagreed with you. I know. Uh, so that's why no. I said it would be an interesting experiment to do the same one over and see. Yes, if please do it. Please do it. <laughs> yes, do it again. Do, do it again. You want to? Yeah. Oh, my God, I want it so bad. Please, please, please. So today, we're going to do two (laughs) polls. One is going to be, would you approve of your tax dollars going toward a military parade now that you know that Donald Trump has canceled it and does not like that it was so expensive? Mm -hmm. And also, was President Trump... We have to phrase this right. We have to say, Donald Trump has... Donald Trump has has canceled canceled the military parade. Due to cost. Due to cost. Yeah. Do you support a military parade? Right. Yeah. yeah. And see. That's very fun interesting. Fun experiment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also, was President Trump right to revoke former CIA director John Brennan's security clearance? Yes. I don't see why it's an issue. People keep asking me about it, and I'm like, yeah, I, got, I got a question over the weekend. So, this from someone from another country. So, what is the defense of keeping security clearance after you've gone? And I'm like, I don't. I don't know. You don't ask me. What, payback, so they can get another job. I mean, it's or, like if they're no, contracted no, no, to no, no, work no. for like, us. Look, still, I, you've been the CIA director. Yeah, look, I'm the new CIA director. I, I need to call you and ask you, hey, Doc. I'm, I'm struggling with this. Yeah. Can you help me out? What did you remember? I need. To what be happened able in this meeting? What happened? In, yeah, I mean, right. I can see how it could be see, theoretically yeah, valuable. Give me your but perspective I doubt it's on stuff. No. Otherwise, I can't say things to you. Yeah, you can't hear them. That's that's the reason to have it. Well, but this, I don't think we need to be asking Brennan anything. Yeah, I guess no. So. I don't think so at all. <laughs> all right, that is it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait for this experiment. That is-
Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.